This episode of Let's Think On It comes from an excerpt from O Brother Radio with Will Lockamy, Reed Lockamy, and Dr. Mark Westfall. Dr. Mark Westfall joins us now. What's happening, man? I'm I'm good. How about you? Good. Uh, Good and excited about this topic. And this is a two-parter. Two-parter. I hope so. Uh, And two-parter as far as radio goes. Podcast, that's going to be like an eight-parter. No no doubt. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, the the goal is to to have two very in-depth discussions about the psychology behind politics. Oh, I can't. I don't know why. I didn't... you know, there's nothing going on right now that might <laughs> interest anybody about that. There's it, no, it no fasc- oddities going on in the world of politics these days. But it mm. fascinates me even when this chaos is not happening. This is something that always, I'm just like, oh, why would anyone want to do this? And I just started watching um, House of House Cards. House of Cards. Which, have, have you seen it? I have not. Well, people I've, have been I've begging, no yeah. yeah, people have been begging me to see it, and now I'm glad I've started it. Uh, about six ep- episodes in, but... Either way, um, yeah, so if people don't know, we are podcasting just your segments from this show. People right, ask right. all the time, is there a podcast? There's no longer an O Brother podcast, but there is now your podcast called Let's Think On It. Right. And you can find it on iTunes, completely free. It's just these segments cut up into a little Right, eight, it's eight an episode cut up into like 10-minute segments. So, you know, yep. you can put one on. And, That's right. And not have to listen for an entire hour, but you can if you want to. You could. One after another. So what you all can, are you can be, binge on it? What are we going to be covering uh, involving psychology? Of all right, well, politics? you know, from the from a scientific standpoint, if you try to to um, study um, politics as a science, which obviously a lot of people put a lot of time and energy and money sure. into trying to figure out the science behind how people vote and how to get a vote and those kind of things, um, you, you can if you simplify it, you can kind of look at it. There, there's two main approaches to look at politics. You can look at it from an individual psychological standpoint in other words the traits of the leaders the 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 personality or the the voting traits of the individual voter right um but then you also can look at it in terms of group dynamics um and and that's a a field that has really you know exploded really um after world war ii um a lot of people were trying to figure out why what happened happened specifically with the holocaust with the holocaust right exactly yeah. And so there were, there were a lot of research has been done before that, but even more so since then on group dynamics and, and the dynamics of politics because it was obviously such a, a horrendous thing that occurred. And, and it, you know, when, when good people make bad decisions, yeah. how does that happen? Yeah. Um, and that moves more into the realm of group dynamics because as individuals, they probably wouldn't have made those decisions. So a lot of research into that. So you can kind of break it down into those two categories. And um, so I'm going to start tonight with talking about some just general group dynamics. And then I've got a fantastic guest that's coming in, uh, Dr. Natalie Davis, uh, professor at Birmingham Southern sure. Political Science, well-known in the community. I thought I recognized her. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be a really enjoyable, informative uh, evening. So, uh, But I want to start off, if we can, just with groups, group dynamics. I mean, do you guys um, – Think of a group that you belong to. Everybody belongs to a group, like it or not. Right. Everybody belongs to a group. That's All right, I'll go. Handsome men. Okay, reads right. in the handsome men group. Yeah. Does that how? When does that meet? It's actually just me that I know of. Is there um, a criteria, a hair group, criteria, yeah. anything? Um, but you're right, though. Everybody and people group themselves. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say I, I, I'm in the uh, support group for delusional brothers. That's a <laughs> well played. 
So, um, I mean, think about you guys yeah. who are on the SEC network, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Football fans. Sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Every sports team is a group, right? Yep. That's true. I mean, and look at the dichotomy in this state. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in this state. Um, the dichotomy between Alabama and Auburn, and you, you, people tell you you have to choose. I'm That's like, right. Really? I mean, why can't you root for both? They're in the same state. Right. And we won't say where you went or where, what you chose, but you chose wisely. <laughs> but there are no other so. options. It's not like Birmingham Southern has a football team. Ooh. Which, which they do. I'm they just do joking. Now. They do Division now have three. a football team. Yeah. They play my alma mater all the time. I'm just joking. When I went to Birmingham Southern, there was no football right, team, right. but there is now. No. So, um, But some of the tendencies of groups, uh, we can just go through some of the, the, the things we know about group behavior. Okay, In general, they tend to stay the same even if members of the group come and go. Okay. Okay? Like, think of the football teams. I mean, there is a persona of the team, regardless of which actual players are on the team. Right. This is interesting we're talking about this, because I've always wondered, why are some teams always, like like Auburn. The perennial. Auburn has never had two 10-win seasons back-to-back, although... On the major scale, Auburn has been a very successful, very successful football and has team, driven probably the success of Alabama to some degree. In com- in right, sure, with. sure, sure. But then you know, I mean, they're just schools that always have this, you know, personality, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I look at the, like the great basketball teams of the ACC. I mean, year in year out. I mean, the SEC right. can't catch. It's the SEC's. Got a lot of money, got a lot of talent, but they can't catch up with ACC. Well, we're not allowed to say anything bad about SEC basketball. I know, I know. And now, so so that's true. I mean, there's some consistency, although also if we think back to political parties, for example, those do evolve over time. It's just that those are slow shifts, I suppose. And and so great point, Mm -hmm. Reed, as always. The groups tend to stay the same. Okay. Okay. They don't transition or change with the individual. There you go. Sometimes okay. they just okay. change so, their name to like the Dixiecrats. <laughs> Look at <laughs> So they do evolve, they yeah. do change. Yeah. There's no doubt groups change, but they tend to be slower to change. They tend to, to steer towards what we call in science homeostasis, which means standing still. Right. Um, they try to find a balance. Um, another uh, interesting thing about groups is that group identity tends to affect the identity of the individuals. mm Individuals within a group tend to gravitate to where the group is. And so if you're new to a group, you're going to tend to gravitate towards what the group is doing. People bend to the group more than the group bends to the individuals. Right. Yes, there's group pressure to conform. Right. Okay. So, for example, one reason teams year in and year out may be doing so well is because the current members – when the freshmen come in, or mm-hmm. like in a baseball team, I love the Braves. When they bring in someone in, they talk about the the, you know, the what's going on in the in the locker room, and they want uh, an older guy who may not be a great player, but he he adds a lot to the locker room. They're talking about that personality that that teaching the the newcomers how it works. This is how we succeed here, right? And so you learn a lot by that. People also are very much more likely to conform when they are least confident about their views mm. or when their association with the group is tentative. I and mean, that's kind of you know, an important concept. You, you're more likely to conform when you're most likely to get kicked out early on, so to speak, when you feel like you need to conform, or when you're not as sure about your, your views. You may, you may go along with something you don't quite agree with if you're not like hard and fast about what you believe. Does that make sense? This makes me think of two things, uh, fraternities and also 
cults. I'm not sure if we should draw yes. a distinction between those two or not. <laughs> um, but it, you think about people, you know, oftentimes you think about teenagers who are at risk for like being swept up in a cult because once again, they're in a vulnerable position. Yes. You think about uh, people going off to college, yes. they're in a vulnerable position. It's beautiful. Yeah. Read, you're all a, over it. It's a good way to find yourself in a group right. thing situation. Right. And so people right. are vulnerable at that point. Right. Exactly right. Um, let's take a quick break. Okay. When we come back, we'll finish the group discussion. And bring in and bring in a Dr. guest. Davis. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. To listen to Dr. Mark Westfall live, check out O Brother Radio in Birmingham Mountain Radio, 107.3 FM in Birmingham, 97.5 in Tuscaloosa, at bhammountainradio.com or on the free BMR app. Join in with your questions and comments on Twitter at Lockamy Brothers. <laughs> 